my good friend. Hello. How are you this, this fine evening? <laughs> I am I am amazing. I have had a crazy day, which this is crazy world time. So, but I am happy to be here with you. Absolutely. And doing this again. Yes. Welcome to the, to the podcast, Two Doms, One Podcast. One Podcast. Yes. <laughs> and if you get the reference, you get it. If you don't, Keep wondering. I mean, just just go on Google and look up to something, and then one something, and see what you find. And it's not my fault. And one something. It's not my fault. If you find something, it's not her fault. But you might need therapy. You might, and and don't come to me about that either. Or a bucket. Anyway, <laughs> wow, since we managed to make it through the holidays um, and now we are into the new year, happy 2022, everyone. Uh, I hope it has seen you well, considering this, uh, this spike that we are having in this plague that continues on. Um, uh, yeah, um, it is... 2022 and it's wonderful to be here with my wonderful wonderful friend Dahlia Cash and the last time that I we were on this platform was in 2020 together and now it's 2022 and we're still in the midst of what a fucked up ass pandemic <laughs> yes we are the horror movie that never ends just constant, just keeps going, keeps going. I think, I think the hardest thing for me uh, <clears throat> has been losing out on a lot of work, um, both in sex work and and in arts entertainment. So um, it's it's been very difficult for me. I am getting ready to suck it up and go back to my admin work. Uh, at least part-time and continue on my virtual shows, but it has been weird. Um, I, I have had a, a severing with one of my boys that, that was helping me out, and considering I'm disabled, it's been even harder for me. Um, <clears throat> and being able to seek a new boy when my other boy, unfortunately, is just, you know, he's had to move because of the economy. Uh, so he's not nearby to be able to help me, um, and I I can't physically see clients. So if I ever wanted to get my own frustrations out, beat the fuck out of the sub, I don't have the opportunity. Uh, that is a pity. That is a pity because there is nothing like being able to unload on someone physically, either a good spanking or. You know, tire yourself out with a thorough flogging and getting to sit back and admire the stripes and the welts and how doing rope work. I was just I was just starting to uh, to learn some more intricate uh, holds. So 
Learn, learning, learning more rope work. I miss doing rope work. And, um, See, you love the rope. I never really liked the rope. I like, I, I like making the designs. I like the art of it. You know, uh, I don't get fancy because it's just not my deal. But yeah. I like I like some of the whole thing. You did some on Bondage Bobby that is actually really nice. I can do a decent harness, absolutely. Yes, yes, I can. Um, but I've never, I didn't really expand from there, you know, uh, like you know, people who can do these amazing riggings and suspension. That's awesome. I'm more of a wench and hoist girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tie you to the chair. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I've learned, I've learned some holds to create some. Uh, some extra friction in areas that are wildly uncomfortable for my thugs, so that's great. Yes. <laughs> you know All what? I have to do is cool. It just it gives off like puppet with a string kind of vibe. It's fun. <laughs> oh, I just like have a whole scene now in my head of this boy in this CBT ch chair with the with the mistress over them, you know, with the little pallets with the strings that are connected to like fishing hooks. Oh, that's so good. And then you've got two through each knee on each side of each knee and two in the elbows. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I love um, that. Yeah, right. That sounds hot. So, you know, since um, I, my goal is here to have uh, Black Bells Academy be a premier uh, dungeon in, of the South, especially of Black Jobs, yeah, I we need boys out there building us furniture. Well, not boys, we need some missives out there building furniture. So if you can build furniture, let us know. That's a way to serve. I don't know about you, Dahlia, but I know, I, I do know you get the, this as well, is the submissives who are always, oh, mistress, I'm going to serve you. And anyway, I'll do anything you say. And But it's always their ideas of serving are about their kink, about some an interest of theirs. It is not usually something to do with what we want that isn't connected to them. And true service is what asking me what I need uh, until you can anticipate that need um, and then executing that without me telling you a thing. Absolutely, because they know you. you they, they've watched you. They have done their homework. They're, because service is its own reward, is getting to start being in your space, getting to feel your energy. Uh, and when, they're, when they deserve it, either in a negative or positive way, your attention. Yeah. That's the, what, what their whole cookie is in serving is to get that attention and service uh submissives are not um easy to come by but they're out there yes they are and um and like i said i i have a wonderful boy it's unfortunate that he's had to leave the area and you know he's not happy about it either uh, um, but you know he, he had to do what he had to do in order to survive and that's where we're all at right now and, I know that it's torn up a, a good number of kink families. 
At um, least they left the area. I, I can't tell you how many submissives I have talked to over the years and, and they've all, I would probably say at least 20 who've been like, oh, well, I started a mistress for like a really long time and then she passed away and I was like, really? She died. I don't think that, you know, we have a high mortality rate. I think that boys stop seeing us, um, girls stop seeing us, uh, people stop seeing us and move on to different things, but it's easier to just explain, to say that we passed away, but it wasn't their dedication. Yeah, I think and I mean, there, there is a number of, uh, of people who are, uh, you know, think they understand what it means to, to be a sub and, uh, and, and want to glamorize that role and, you know, how you're seeing now. Oh, I've got a daddy. I've got a mommy. Oh, I'm going to get on my knees and you're going to collar me. You have to work for that collar. That's not just given to you. No one just is going to just collar you because nobody of the presumption. Yeah, I, 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 I don't see that. My last vetting process lasted two years, and unfortunately, it still didn't work. Um, and and the person that that still is my boy. Okay, what were we what were we saying? I... Two years. Your last vetting process. Okay. So my last my last vetting process is two years long, um, and that was me watching his movements and. Uh, and what he was doing, I would I would ask him to uh, to do certain certain things for me out of service. Just to start out with, he he does uh, he he's big on feet, so and and my feet hurt all the time, so it was actually perfect. Um, I would say, you know, get this done, and you'll have the pleasure of rubbing my feet. Get this done, and you'll have the pleasure of painting my toes. Get this done, and I you know. Um, until finally we were actually, uh, it, it became a full-time, uh, it became full-time. And I, I'm not sure what happened at that point. I know that, that COVID is a big thing in uh, mental health. Um, it, it's, it's really, really I agree. Uh, and unfortunately it did not work out because uh, he was not taking care of his own. You got to take care of your mental health. Um, I am not here to take care of someone's mental health in that arena. Um, that, that is not my level of expertise in being a dom. Uh, I, I have my own mental health needs to take care of. Um, I, I think that you uh, pointed out something that doesn't get talked about a lot, is that prior to COVID, uh, I don't think that the American culture was mentally healthy, had very good mental health to begin with. I think that really people were, have been teetering as a people really uh, for a while. And I think that this last couple of years in the midst of this, we had an insurrection and we had um, a slew of killings and protest of those killings and that brought out a lot of emotion. And I think that for people who have already been struggling and then you put the intensity of all of those emotions with that, just in that whole, uh, in that whole 
arena of racism, race, just race in general, race, equality, injustice. Yeah. And then we have, you know, the insurrection. And uh, no matter what side of the fence you're on, are you a patriot, uh, a patriot, patriotism uh, being manipulated into violent overtakings in our government? And no, wh whoever you are, you can't be cool with what happened. No. And it's, it's, it's just, that um, is and me living in uh in portland oregon where you know it's still a hotbed and basically what's been happening is that racism has been exposed uh this is not new for a lot of people like, oh yeah we've been living okay no, no 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 it's that igloo that you know okay now they're just ignoring the part we can see Exactly. But forgetting that there's that hole underneath that pushed it up to yeah. that point. Yeah, it, it, it's just basically been pushed up to its boiling point. And um, that's caused a lot of tension within just, just this town itself. Um, and then where, add COVID. Yeah, and then add COVID. Um, and then add, you know, people who are just, you know, you can very clearly tell who's going to uh, swing in what way when it comes to their views on something that is a, a literal worldwide pandemic. It has nothing to do with politics. I don't care how much you want to fix that. Um, but that, that's not what, this is a public health issue. Uh, if you have a body, if, you, if you're a human being who has a body, this can affect you um, and it can kill you. Do you know what this whole recent, uh, especially because of COVID, I have this theory that America is really um, a petri dish of cults. Some successful, some not. Absolutely. And it, people who really are uh, out there um, in the pursuit of the extremes have found community. And they are spreading like algae yes i would definitely agree i i'm not i'm not i'm not sure uh where we went wrong in, in the path of um believing in science uh <laughs> i i and i for me i'm very much because the very thing that brought them the capability of building these communities is the very thing that they are now objectively saying doesn't exist. Yeah. Technology and science that produced the technology for them to go onto these platforms. That's about the same as one of the people, because I, I do therapy, therapeutic healing work um, in my off time. And uh, it's really interesting to me to have had someone on my table. Uh, I think this was, when we were still living in Texas, um, I, I was taking a client and she actually said to me, uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't think that I, uh, that, that I have anything to do with what, what, you're, what you're doing here. And I don't know if I'm ever going to come back once I've had my first treatment. And to me, I'm like, well, you're wasting my time. But then she said to me, I don't believe in energy. 
Wow. Yeah. She said, she said that is what, what people are talking about is the devil's construct. I don't believe in energy. And I, I said, well, then I don't believe in wasting any more of my energy on you. And I'm going to need you to get up off of my table. I, I literally, like, I kicked her out. Um, <laughs> what? Um, it, it, and, and like I said, this was before, this was like eight, eight, nine years ago. Well, you know, that's because what? Little boys are made of snails and tails and snails and trails and puppy dog tails. That's, you know, and babies are born in cabbage patches. Okay. There's no energy. What is that? I don't know. I don't know. It didn't make any damn sense to me. I, uh, yeah. I, that, that, yeah. Get off my table. Get off my table. You don't believe in it. Get off my Or strap her down to the table. She looks worthy of my go, like, strapping. All, like clockwork orange on her and have like the eyes all held open and just like, you know, do like a little slideshow where she has <laughs> to like look at facts and over different facts. Scientific facts like that. inertia and quadratic theory. And gravity. <laughs> you have to look at gravity, Newton's law of physics. You know, pictures of the planet from space that show it's round. Chemical reactions. <laughs> All of these things have to do with energy. Like mop-looking snow, you know, um, polar bears who are like, I'm like, how did polar bears become like the crackheads of the Arctic? Poor babies. They look just jacked up now, don't yeah, they? It's they're all that out there emaciated and they used to be like these big balls of fluff that everyone just wish they was terrified eat. of and they would eat, but they were yeah. cool looking. Yeah, like they're great to look at, and I'm just so sad to see to see that happening. They're losing their land. They're losing. Yeah, it's like the lives. neighborhood went to meth. That's what it looks like. The Arctic went to meth. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's they got a big old meth lab. But speaking of meth labs, actually, wow. that speaking of meth labs, what speaking of meth labs? <laughs> no, honestly, have nothing I don't know anything about meth labs but I think one of the reasons I always said something about that was I was remembering a conversation we were having the other night that I think we might have mentioned meth but actually we were talking about the state of how BDSM and uh the industry are being portrayed oh yeah yeah and what I found most interesting is that two of the things, the two of the uh, examples that we both, I think, found were impactful for us were both Pose and Bound. Yes. Yes. Both of them you can see on Netflix. Uh, yes. It's interesting that, yeah. uh, that, yes, they are. You can see both on Netflix. Yeah. And, and, and I was, it's funny because I was watching them both pretty much simultaneously, uh, one after the other. Of course, Pose is a tearjerker, so I had to kind of like, you know, process that in seasons and then go back. And then I would start watching Bound, um, along with, you know, whatever else I was watching. Those were the two main things that I had watched uh, at the start. And they, they are two stark differences. 
uh, for one, yes. our differences culturally. Uh, yes, and the perspective. Right. Um, navigating, a, a dom navigating in, in a more uh, quote unquote white world is a bit different than a dom uh, who is navigating uh, in a, well, for one, in a dungeon world, navigating that dungeon world um, in, in, from a queer trans perspective um, and, and from, a, from, a, from a POC perspective. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, um, it, it is. It is no. It is no surprise, as with any field, um, that we are lower paid as sex workers. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, and and well, that, you know, it, it's reminiscent of what happens in other industries as well. Is that you know we can be uh, we can be just as good or better, but we still make less. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that that's something that uh, that I, I wish I'd see change. I wish I'd see higher tributes, um, which those have stopped coming completely. And I need mean, that to what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, we I think that they, that submissives have too many choices these days. You know, they can plop from from platform to platform. And, you know, because there is never not a femdom out there who won't entertain someone hoping to get a quick few bucks out of them. Right. And that soured a lot of them. Uh, so, and the very severe, severe, or sincere, severe, yeah, sincere, sincere and severe. I, my favorite kind of submissive. <laughs> Those are not plentiful these days. And I don't know if it's that mental health issue that we had spoken about earlier. Um, or is it that femme domination has gotten watered down by the media? And, and that's, that to me, I think is one of the biggest things. I mean, we saw what happened after Fifty Shades of Grey. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, um, I, it got to the point where um, it, was, it was hilarious, sad, and dangerous uh, to walk into a dungeon one day and see somebody playing that clearly was just deciding, oh, I'm just going to go play in this dungeon right now. And they were listening to the music and... Um, and trying to do some kind of a dance while they were flogging, which to me is wildly irresponsible, especially because you don't know how much space you're taking up. You need to be aware of your full surroundings. And so this person was, one person was on the cross, the other person was trying to flog, but they weren't really flogging. There was no technique at all to it, and it was a wildly dangerous situation. So I see a lot of that. Um, because people are because everything is a performance. Yeah, everything is a TikTok. Right. It's it's performance as opposed to you needing to look after that person uh, and and really being in a scene. The scene world is completely different from you just. I'm gonna thank you real quick. That's yeah. I was just saying that in a class um, and that. Black Bells Academy does do domina, dominatrix, dominatrix training classes. Uh, that 
being a dom is exhausting. And it's exhausting because you are in the scope of your scene, you are hyper vigilant. You are looking at everything. You have everything planned as far as what you expect to happen. If this happens, we'll go this way. If that happens, we'll go that way. Uh, sometimes, you know, things happen organically and, and you just go with it, but you at least have an, an outline of this scene. And at the crux of it all is your concern for their safety. That no matter how severe or hardcore your scene is, Ultimately, it has been negotiated and it's consensual and they, the submissive knows that you have their best interest at heart and that you are going to keep them safe. Now, you might push them to the edge where they think they're not safe, but they really are. Right. And of course, and that's we, exhausted. Yeah. And of course, we have the color code. So I'm, I'm listening. I'm checking in. I'm, uh, you know, making sure that, that you're okay. I'm not going to just... Just keep going. Um, right. If you, if you go red, 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 I'm not going to. That's it. It's break. It's <laughs> done. It is yeah. done. Absolutely. You know, when I was talking about the wealth, I do miss the feel of like wealth under fingers. God, it's just, mm, it's delicious. But, and the heat of a freshly paddled ass, just the oh. heat radiating from it. Yeah. Yeah, especially when it's like that nice cherry started to kind of prickle just a tiny bit. Ah! And will anyone? <laughs> See, now you've got me just getting all nostalgic. Yeah. And I hate that this is nostalgia. Um, I hate this. I, 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 I well, out there who are playing. There are people out there who are playing. Oh, and definitely. There are, and there are parties that are being hosted right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Actually, uh, the leather club that I'm in, the Unruly, is, is going to be hosting uh, hosting an event. Of course, making sure that they're very, very safe. It's not that you can't. Um, me, personally, because I am immunocompromised, it's just not a good idea for me to be out there and playing with new people. And like I said, my, my boys, uh, well, my one boy now, um, is just not close enough for me to play with. And I don't honestly trust the play spaces um, that are around me. We have about, there, there's a lot of them. Portland's pretty cleaky, so there's a lot of play spaces. Uh, but I don't, I don't trust to just randomly show up to parties. Um, the party for the Unruly is going to be in San Francisco. Uh, I, I do trust uh, that my leather club specifically is going to be very, very uh, heavy on, on safety because that's just who we are. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not worried about them at all. I live in the South and uh, in Georgia, and I don't have the same percentage of people who are vaccinated here as there is in Oregon. So I am much more hesitant about going out and being around people because and you really can't tell me these days. You can't tell if someone's, um, yeah, that there's less and less people here wearing masks. As the numbers go up, less and less people wear masks. And I'm like, okay. But I am supposed to be playing next weekend, which I'm very much 
looking forward to. I haven't gotten to let the monster out in a while. And oh, I plan on being so cruel. Mm. Yeah. Those of you, those of you can't see uh, because we're we're doing this on on a Zoom call right now. But but the the look of of sadism in your eyes right now. <laughs> The look of sadism is in and your you know, eyes. <laughs> you know what song is going through my head? I feel like right now, I feel like, like I'm one like big, like Mr. Stay Puff, like your love is lifting me. And I'm just crashing through fucking <laughs> city, knocking buildings down like, bitches. Yeah. I, I want to be like the 50 foot woman. You know, just like, oh, did I send you those the picture of those boots? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I didn't. Oh, yeah, there are these awesome boots that I want to just. Oh wait, you did the Tims. Yes, the Tims. See, I could be wearing those and just like smashing cars. And the the it was so it was so cool because I know you saw me said oh those are those are patent leathers no somebody put a damn good shine on those bitches and I missed yeah, that I need better. to shine like even better I need mm. to shine the fuck out of my boot yeah I think I know a special boy that I am gonna just totally probably just like spit on them or yeah. And just have them like spit shine them. And you know who you are, dump truck. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna love it. I'll probably walk around outside, try to step in some dog shit or something. Make them lick the soles. Yeah. There you go. Well, maybe not the dog shit. No. I don't, yeah. I don't want to have to track that around and I smell it. But at least some good mud though. Find yourself a good Look, mud. Mud would be mud. excellent. Mud would be excellent. Yes. Make yourself a little mud puddle and just jump in it. And that sounds fun. So, uh, and you know, when we were talking about pose, uh, I think is a scene that, uh, especially as far as DS goes, is that whole isolation scene that she takes her friends, you know, to this mansion and they're out and this dude's in this tank just floating. And I just love that because I was like, I, I, we would do that. I miss Airbnb, fuck Airbnb. I miss, I miss Subbnb, I miss that. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I need a vacation. <laughs> Mr. Zizari, yeah, I'm bringing the girls. It, was, it really sucked that I uh, that there wasn't a sub available last, uh, June when we were in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Because, but then we had a really good time. We did, we did. Unfortunately, we had to hop around a little bit, but it ended up being a really good time. Uh, yeah. It's funny because it seems like every time, like even the last time I got to Georgia and we got a chance to visit together, it was like hopping around. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? We just can't be like in one place. We're very no. long together. We have to go somewhere else. But it works, though. It, it works, though, especially in some places as big as where you are. And, of course, uh, some places as big as Seattle, there's so many places to be 
you know, and, yeah, we were in like one of the more uh, affluent areas and we were by the airport and then like, you know, we just kept moving around and stuff. So that was, it was cool to be able to get from one point to the other. Yes. Yes. And I really think I got a, you know, I got a, had a definite um, experience of the different parts of Seattle and yeah. got a more comprehensive, like, you know, visit and view. Yeah. <laughs> that was, um, yes. The Frog King. Yes, <laughs> but we got some good seafood. We, you know, had a good time. Uh, it was so good to see you in the middle. Oh of my God, the seafood was amazing. The yeah. seafood, that place that we went to. Yeah, yeah, that was delicious. Yeah. Oh my God, we had yeah. so much fun though. But okay, so we talked about pose, but we talked about bath. Now I don't, which is all can also be found on Netflix. Not that there. Are, advertisers or anything but you could be anyway <laughs> but yes liked season two far more than i liked season one um and i think that's was definitely due to mainly the presence of the black dom oh definitely definitely uh when when she turned around in her chair i was like oh thank you thank you this is what we need to see. We need to see a Black women in a position of power within a sex working industry. And I oh. think that that story is probably represents a lot of a lot, many aspects of reality. Oh. Uh, the Black dog who had uh, who had been around for before there was the internet mm -hmm. and uh, had a dungeon and trained these other non-melanated doms and then them went off and done these amazing things and the black dom ends up where oh she's losing her dungeon because real estate is changing um people's the societal norms of and how you know areas of new york now all of those dungeons that were around in the that since the 70s 80s 90s are gone Absolutely. And you, the, the thing is, you see, um, I'll compare the, the two shows because in Pose, you see, uh, you see, well, the, the character's name in there I just skips my mind right now. Um, but you see her starting out and, and being able to build sort of this empire by the end of it, where she's got all these all these other uh these other trans and femme sex workers that are working with her and she's made her own big you know the uh, uh, nine seven what was then called the nine seven six um yep. yeah she she made a big a big industry from it and and just seeing that like that made me swell with pride because i i remember that that's you know, at first, something that I wanted to do, I was in the phone sex industry too. I, I, I know we both did it. Um, mm -hmm. And even though it's still around, it's dwindling a bit. Uh, and it's definitely not the same. It's not the same. Uh, it, it, it's not as lucrative as it once was um, because, you know, you, you can get a cam girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And that is. You know, and men are very visually stimulating. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I could see that they, oh, if they can have that 
and someone talking to them? Absolutely. Um, but that's definitely yet another way that the internet has um, changed the sex industry in general. Absolutely. I mean, where people used to look on the back pages. <laughs> yeah. Oh, back page. <laughs> oh, girl. And, you know, there are people who do not even know, remember what back page Yeah, they don't even know what back, what back page was. Don't even know what back page is. Um, yes, back page was amazing. And it was also, it was one of those things in Craigslist uh, that, you know, Craigslist is, did not used to be what it is now. Uh, that you knew it was too good to be true. You knew that, oh, this is a bubble that will pop because people just got more and more outrageous. But back to Bound, I think that, um, yeah, like her character was amazing. I think I I was all in love with the Black Doms. Uh, her character and what she brought to the show and showing, you know, the main character of the show was a, a new mistress and obviously still grappling with her with her dominance right and embracing what she really wanted out of life and playing with it as i think that many white women do just toying around with things that other people are very very that are very very serious to other people she took this opportunity to be trained by this amazing dominant and toyed with it and then went back with every expectation that she would forgive her. Absolutely. And of course, there's the white woman tears there. Uh, I just wasn't down yeah, for it. And for um, Yeah. There are people who are uh, quote unquote hobbyists at what they do or I'm doing this to, there are those people out there that I'm just doing this to pay for college. And there's some people who really genuinely have a passion for this work. Yes. Um, and, and I think both of us are definitely people who have a passion for this work. Um, and, but and it's not just work, it's a craft. It, it's, it's work and it's a craft. And it's something, it's, it's a way of life. Um, it is a way of life. Yeah. It is, it, it's a way of life. It can be a profession. Uh, I think that, uh, whatever you choose to get out of it, you have to approach it honestly. Absolutely. And be ready to embrace whatever you're claiming wholly. Um, like you said, the hobbyist. That is a definitely, uh, like the character Carter from Bound really could not stand to at all. Uh, I found him just like I find many of the trolls on the internet out there who, who pester us for attention. Mm -hmm. so you know, no, one, no one cares how you feel. Dominate any person, persona, anything. We, oh, yes, I, I must be your mistress. I have nothing better to do in my life than to uh, enable you and to give in, to capitulate to you, to um, give you what you're seeking, but without ever inquiring what it is that I'm seeking. Yeah, I just, I, I need more, uh, more questions from subs um, because I'm not looking at somebody that, you know, has already been vetted um, and should already know me. When I, when I hear from 
subs, what I want to, I, the first question you should be asking, instead of do you do this thing, the question should be, how can I serve you? Right. That is the, the, the fact that my, my boy that I've, that I've had for, for four years now, um, that was his first question. And it was interesting because I was actually, you know, on a single site kind of doing my thing. Um, and the first person that answered me back, we started talking and we, you know, dated after. Um, but the person right underneath that post, the only thing that he said to me was, how can I serve you? Period. And then he sent me a message. And he said, I'm serious. I'd like to know how I can serve you. And I said, well, <laughs> and I went, I, went, I went down the list and, of course, continued to vet him. And the first thing that he did for me is he said, I would like to cook you a meal. Oh, um, yeah, that was, that was, his, that was our was first. It good? Oh was it good? He is such a good cook. He is like a, the most amazing cook. I still till this day, can you just cook me something? Can you just come over? Go over and cook me something. <laughs> so if you know, if you right now he, he lives, he lives basically in the frozen tundra part of Oregon. So it doesn't, he can't just, you know, come out here otherwise he would. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he'll he'll come and he'll either he'll either make me something or he'll bring me something. He's also uh, he's also disabled, so it's all depending on his flares. Um, but um, he's he's such a he's such a sweet boy, and I, I wish that um, I had the ability to uh, to meet more more boys that are and or girls who are willing to do that work to serve. Mm. See, you have the sweet boy. I have 8366, who is a thing, that's their name, is 8366. Good name. I thought so. <laughs> um, because they are very much uh, a humiliation junkie. So, you know, that's so much up my alley. I'm like, while I do love service, I really crave to make you feel really badly while you do it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If I can make you feel bad while you do it, uh, yeah. Yes, please. Well, that's, yeah. I like that. Do you like it? 8366? Fantastic. Yeah, she sounds like one of Stitch's relatives, like Disney Stitch. Sounds like. <laughs> I, want, I want them to get a tattoo that says 8366. Yeah, just like yeah, regular. I won't have any idea what it means. Just straight up prison number branding. With maybe like a little barcode. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, a barcode that's like, um, or maybe like, what do they call those QR codes? And you can scan it and it goes to my website. There you go. Use yourself for promotion. Woo! I like it. Oh, yes. there's nothing better than the power of marijuana when you're a, a walking billboard. <laughs> ingenuity, cannabis ingenuity. Um, 
Absolutely. Yes. Oh, I like it. <laughs> That's fabulous, actually. Yes. Yes. See what happens. You and your like, like minds get together. I love yeah. that. I like it. Oh, that's so much fun. I like it. Or just make it your your uh your pay info uh, QR. You could do that. Uh, a tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be painful. <laughs> yeah, I like it. And then it would just be there. Yeah. You know what's going to happen is at some point in our lives, we're all going to end up in like some nursing home with weird shit tattoos. These people are going to be like, what is that for? <laughs> Somebody's going to run the QR scanner on and be like, who's that? <laughs> Dude, you know that goes to a domination site? Wait a minute. Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. I think it would be perfect. Oh, God. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it's definitely better than the tramp stamp. Oh, way better than the tramp stamp. I mean, yeah. you're, putting, you're putting the tattoo to work. That's great. Or if any, or if, or if your uh your sub wants to be rented out to someone yeah you get you're gonna have to pay me tribute so here's the qr code here you go Big you, can, you can but here's you're gonna have to scan the back of my neck first and you're gonna have to send her tribute and then you can and then you can use me but here's oh. the price list so the price list will be down their arm you're like here's but here's the price list oh i have a question <laughs> for you i don't think i've ever asked you this but have you ever noticed that Oh, in my opinion, a large number of the submissives who seek to be so-called sold off as sex slaves, they're like, whore me out, which we all know that nobody, we don't do that. We're not pups. No. But I'm like, I look at half of, at more than half of them and think, who do you think, even if I did do that, would want to pay to have sex with you? Yeah. No. Who? Who would want to pay to have... No. That's that, you know, fantasy versus reality aspect that while things might sound very cool and hot in your head, it doesn't necessarily translate to reality. And that's an unrealistic expectation to be able to serve. Well, especially when most subs will come to you as plain Jane and sometimes being presumptuous and wanting and expecting you to get, you know, all the, I'm not getting dolled for you, look at you. You, know, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't dress for me, you need to dress for me. The hell? Thank you. You put on you put on that that dress that I like? No. So fuck you then. <laughs> did you just say fuck you then? I sure the hell did. Fuck you. <laughs> I like it. Fuck you then. But that's true. That's true. 
but I also love the um, the sissies who will have the scores and scores of wardrobes that will get discovered or decide they're never going to do this again. You know, they're done with it. And then they throw away all these clothes and they, all the accoutrement. And then like six months later, they're buying it all over again. Absolutely. I'm like, why do you, why do you do that? And also you could- That was the look of denial, it's denial. And I feel like the best thing to do in that situation is to see if you can donate those things to transform sex workers. So that those- Well, these days that- those resources are available. I, you know, that is a, you know, I should put my thumb, maybe I wish I could find a, uh, do like a link page on the Black Bell site and put like a link to that. Um, like, hey, if you ever find yourself in this situation, reach out to one of these groups and instead of just tossing these things, give them to someone who might actually be able to make use of them. Absolutely. I mean, gear is expensive. Gear is very expensive. I mean, some of the corsets and uh, lingerie sets and boots and wigs and shoes, outfits, short skirts. Boys. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that there, there are those out there who would love to be able to take these of um, drag performers, perhaps. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, I just, I, I think that if you're going to, uh, in, in this society, because we can't really afford to be wasteful, especially now, um, make sure I think the people are even more wasteful right now. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I, but people need to be a little bit more mindful, um, of, of the people out there that are actually, you know, in those positions of, there are more people, I think, in those positions than people realize, I think. Absolutely. That's um, very hard for a lot of people out there. Very hard. Uh, they're, they're, they're getting hard on this. And I, I made some requests for some funds um, and did not receive uh, where, where I thought I would. Um, and, and some people have, you know, higher paying jobs and things like that. And Unfortunately, I've, I've seen a steady decline. And um, I, I don't understand not paying your tribute to, uh, to Black femmes in general and not paying your tributes to your Black doms. It makes absolutely no sense to me. Uh, I'm not gonna continue to do double the work um, and, and work 10 times harder for, for less pay than what- You know, that's a very good point because, you know, especially like uh, during COVID, we saw this rush of, uh, of support for essential workers and, you know, support your local businesses that are staying open and, you know, and they were pretty much surviving through, you know, DoorDash and Uber, uh, Uber Eats and Postmates. Uh, but nobody, I, there was no push to support your job or your um, local um, exotic dancer. Yeah. Or, um, you know, our, our escorts. Um, was there a, 
I don't, I don't think that they got the stimulus unless they pay taxes. They, they may or may not have got the stimulus. Absolutely. And I don't think that you can get a PPP loan for a sexually oriented business. No. So what, what happened to these industries that I think that for many people, the way our clientele behaves is essential. It's hard. It's hard. Well, I feel like I'm essential. I'm very much essential. <laughs> yeah, we are essential. We are, uh, those of us who are uh, working pro-doms are therapists without licenses. Absolutely. We are very much, uh, very much uh, guardians of mental health and self-care. As I said at the top of the, of, of the podcast, I mean, we're not, uh, we're, we're not that uh, professionally, but that doesn't mean that we don't end up taking on those roles and taking on that nurturing role um, when, when that yeah, is absolutely. aftercare is a nurturing thing. So, I mean, have it, yeah. you, need, you, need to, you need to be able to nurture, you need to be able to get people in the right headspace. You need to be Absolutely. out of headspace when that's necessary. You need to be able to, you're, you're learning some triage skills. <laughs> like, there, there's so much. Oh, we get a little out of control. Now, uh, you're right. And I think that the trust that comes along with our relationship, also that vulnerability gives people the freedom to feel free sharing things that they have never shared with anyone in their lives. Yeah. Sometimes not even their therapist. <laughs> Exactly. Because there are certain things that even their therapists might not understand. Um, BDSM and kink are, there are arenas that your average therapist may or may not have any experience with whatsoever. Oh my God, the last time I had a therapist, uh, it was difficult for me to see her and I kind of had to fire uh, one of them, I, 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 I stack up a few at a time uh, because <laughs> can't talk to everybody about everything and some people are just way too, uh, way too uptight. Uh, so one of them, well, what's it like? I said, I'm not here for that. That's actually the okay part of my life. You're not, that's not about you. That's about her wanting to yeah. be something. That I'm not here to entertain you at this point. I'm already an entertainer. I don't want to entertain you with anything having to do with that. And plus, there will be no disclosure about any of my clients. So I'm not doing that. Do you think that. that the word titillate are, is busty women's favorite word? I, you just said it. It made my nipples hard. So yeah. I think, hey, mine too. That's why I said it. I was like, titillate. Oh. Yeah, it gave me a little shiver. Titillate. <laughs> you just be wing. It's like, it's like, it's like they, they're, they're, they are appreciative. They're like, she remembered us. It's, it's, you know, if you, if you break down the word, it's elated. So, elated. I know that was like super random, but I could not help myself. I love that. I love that. That is terrible. Marijuana. Oh. But I,
What? Marijuana is fun. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. It is. It's a wonderful drug. It's a wonderful drug. <laughs> and if you are under the age of 21, wait your turn. Wait your turn. Wait your turn. Wait your turn. Yes, and be responsible. Just like we have to be in being um, professional dogs. We have to be responsible. We have to be... We have to wear a lot of hats. We have to wear a lot of hats. And we, um, again, the love is not out there. You know, I think that you're, um, the, the watering down of female domination, the commercialization of it, uh, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey was the beginning of that, I think. Oh, this just everybody and their mother feeling that that is it's something that they could do, that it's not a craft, that there aren't skills, that it's just a collection of tools. Right. And pageantry. And pageantry. Exactly. And just like a pageant, like everyone couldn't win just because you could wear a dress and put on a, a sash doesn't mean you could compete well in a pageant. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts that most people have no idea of. And ultimately, it is that spark within you that is inherently you that loves what we do. As irritating as, as it might be frustrating like times right now, uh, but still, mm, a pleasure. Yeah, I, I miss I miss that pleasurable part. I miss uh, I miss the feeling of new gear. I miss the smell of new boots. Uh, um, I I miss I miss dungeon life. Uh, and of course, after I get done with the session, I'm usually the one to curl up and have a cat nap and just listen to everybody scream. I miss that. <laughs> she sleeps to the sound of screams. I do. Uh, there was this dungeon. I, I, I went to this one uh, play party that was in San Francisco. Um, and it was near the armory. It wasn't at the armory, but near the armory. And there was this huge uh, red bean bag in the middle of the floor. And I know nobody had been on it yet, and I just sprawled out, and I just went to sleep. I finished my scene. I was just sprawled out, you know, of course, taking care of my own, my own uh, subs aftercare, and just sprawled out. And I just had such a good time just listening to everybody scream and the thuds of the paddles and sounds being made of people fucking and all this. Like, I missed that. Um, I did get a chance. I sent you the video, um, but I made this video, and I'm getting ready to actually drop a uh, drop the actual uh, track. Of this oh, song I love called, that song! I loved it. Um, I loved it. Yeah, it's a parody of um, of the Little Mermaid uh, part of your world, um, but I, I wrote it and I, I laid vocals down. So now that I have my uh, my audio equipment to do it, I'm going to be putting down tracks for it. And I'm just really, really excited about that. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to, I can't, we're not, cannot wait to see, hear it again uh, in this new platform. Good for you. Look at you, ma'am. 
Yeah, I got to make some things happen. Uh, so I, I have to figure out if I'm going to actually do a video of it or if I'm just going to lay the track and put it on Spotify. Who knows? Uh, do both. Who knows? Do both. Grasp the titties with both hands. Grasp them with titillation. Titillation. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I know. I don't even know where that came from. I'm just feeling so charged tonight. I guess um, because we I we've been talking about you know one of my favorite subjects. So yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm very excited for you that in a while you're going to get a chance to be in a place that you haven't had to, oh, to do for a long time. You know, it's, this is, it's, I have spent the majority of the 20, last 25 years with a, at least a dedicated room in my house or, or area in my house for play. And I don't, I, it feels weird that I, I can't, I'm not seeing like a wall with paddles and floggers strung up or, yeah, or, or a medical table or or CBT chair or, you know, bondage <laughs> table or a cage. Although, I cannot wait. I'm thinking about putting Trixie and the storage closet on the patio. That's wonderful. See, yeah, we have a, we have a very small and narrow patio. And it's funny, I didn't think about using my patio storage for that. That'd be great. Thank you for the idea. Um, yeah. Girl, I have made a crawl space under stairs into uh, a cage. Remember in Southeastern? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. That was the perfect setup. The there were so many places house. in that house. And then, of course, you had a backyard. And then you had, yeah. you had a shed back there, didn't you? Yes. Yes, you yeah. had a shed, too. There was all these places. I remember when we walked in, it was like, so many places to have a deprivation chamber. <laughs> yes. I. You know, I'm sitting here gesturing like people can see me. But, yes. Um, so, you know, uh, all about, you know, transforming the mundane into something profane. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, it was funny. Me and, me and my... My friend, we had gone to a, I think it was like one of those sort of, it was, it was an event that kind of had like a health fair type thing added to it. But for some reason, there was one dispensary here that was raffling off spoons, like wooden spoons. And it was funny. Wooden spoons. Wooden spoons, right? Okay. So, so they, they're raffling off these wooden spoons, uh, but you had... You, like the mixing spoons? Yeah, and you can spin the wheel to, to see, you know, what your price ends up being. And they're like... Oh. The ones you could get at a dollar store. Yeah, but they, they branded them. They're actually really nice spoons. They're, they're, okay. they're nice. Are they um, nice? Okay. Yeah. I and know. I'm, I'm like throwing all kinds of shade. I'm like, from the dollar they, store. No, they're, they're nice. They're thick. Uh, like okay. They're, yeah, they're, then they, they burn their little brand into them. So, okay, so yeah, they're, they're fancy though. Yeah, they're, they're fancy, but it was funny because you had a choice of what you could get as a gift, and of course there were like little tiny gifts, like you know you can get this chocolate or this little candy or a keychain. And I looked at them and said, "No, I want spoons." And they said, "Wait, you want the spoon? Yeah, I want the spoon." 
Well, why do you want this? Just don't ask questions. Get out of my business. <laughs> I'm not going to cook with that spoon. You know the fuck that spoon's going to go for. <laughs> yeah. Did you get it? Oh, I did. Me and her both, we, we spun the wheel. Yay! We requested the spoon after. She's like, I want the spoon. They're like, I want the spoons for. They were really confused and head scratches. We just walked away, both of us, because both of us are down, so we just walked away with the sadistic look on our face. Yeah, people are all like, what's the deal with the spoons? Like, how many of us does it take to get to the Tissue Center for Tissue Pop? The world may never know. Yes, I love that little owl. <laughs> but there's some unassuming bitch boy that's about to find out what happened. <laughs> Fuck around and find out. <laughs> I love that expression. I that is like my new like mantra. Fuck around and find out. Yeah, I mean a lot of people are fucking around and finding out. It's happening a lot these days. Yes, yes, and it it is. See, that's why we need the outlet of, of sessions and play, because that is a total scenario of fuck around and find out. Yeah. You were a bad boy. Oh, you fucked around and found out what it what the punishment is. Yeah. And yeah. I miss I miss handing out punishments. I mean, not that I don't. I mean via phone and all, but it's just not the same. It's not the same. As being able to do it yourself, you know exactly. You can instruct someone to do blah 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 and even be videoing with them while they're doing it, but and it's not the same as doing it yourself. No. no. No, you don't get, we don't get the thrill, you know, of like, just like the contact and yeah, it's, uh, we do need to introduce ourselves. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, thank you for coming to our podcast today. <laughs> uh, two doms. One podcast. One podcast. I'm Dahlia Cash. And I'm Mr. Slady Friday. Yes. We are we are here to give you so this has been amazing. Amazing. I, I can't believe it's been two years, but we we have done it again. 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 And we will be coming back. Um and sharing more insights and um how you know things current and relevant are going on and the tales of two poc doms and it definitely so, won't be as long this time it won't be it won't be so slippy and far between we're, we're working on making this happen more often so absolutely absolutely i think that you know uh we got surprised by covid and and then we were, you know, depressed. <laughs> like, yeah, quite frankly, it's depression and anxiety for me. <laughs> yes, but we are back and it will not be as long next time. So you guys stay safe out there. Yes, and once again, I'm Dahlia Cash. And I'm Mistress Lady Friday. And to find out more about us, check out our bio in the info. Yes, and if you are interested in paying tribute and helping me out with my art, you can go to patreon.com slash 
at Dahlia Cash, that's D-H-A-L-I-A-K-A-S-H. You can go on my PayPal uh, and send me tribute there. That is D-A-H-L-I-A-K-A-S-H at gmail.com. You can cash at me at Dahlia Cash, same spelling. And you can, uh, you can Venmo me at Dahlia Cash. So any of those work. Uh, make sure that you pay your tributes to your doms, pay your sex workers. We are necessary in your life and we deserve financial compensation for being there for you. And if you'd like to get some info about Black Bells Academy and any of the Black Bells, um, visit the website at www.blackbellsacademy.com. Um, check it out and um, certainly support your local doms, support your ebony doms, uh, support women in general, and always be better than you were today. Yeah. Good night.